Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Aubrey Diaries. In this episode, I want to do some book recommendations for middle grade and YA books. I strongly believe that all children will love reading if they find the right book, so I'm going to recommend a bunch of different kinds of books that I've read and loved throughout the years. So let's get into the video. The first book that I want to talk about is a middle grade book. So I'm going to go through the middle grade list first and then we'll go into young adult. The first book is The Mighty Miss Malone, which is one of my favorite books ever. And it's about this girl named Desa Malone and her family and what they go through during the Great Depression. Um, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Her father is in an accident, so then he has to go away to find work. And her brother ends up going away to look for him. She and her mother end up losing their house, and they're on this quest to go find her father and her brother. And that's really all I can say, but this book is so amazing, and it's very deep for a middle grade book more than I would expect, but it was so amazing. And while I'm here, I want to talk about Bud Not Buddy, which actually crosses over in one scene with The Mighty Miss Malone. They're by the same author, Christopher Paul Curtis, and all his books are amazing. But Bud Not Buddy is about a boy during the Great Depression, and his mother has just died and he's on this quest to go find his father. So he's hopping onto trains and stuff. And he just has the cutest sense of humor. And I love it so much. The next book that I want to talk about is Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred D. Taylor, which is my favorite book of all time. I love this book so much, and it's so sad. I always cry reading it. And if you know me personally, then you know that I do not cry. But <laughs> I always cry reading Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. So this follows a girl named Cassie and her family. And it's, I believe, one generation, one or two generations after the end of slavery so very uh, segregated. They live in the South and their family owns a piece of land. And they're the, obviously one of the only black families that owns land. So it's about them trying to survive during that time. And it, I think, presents a lot of racial truths, but it's presented in a way that is understandable for middle grade so they can still understand it and process it but it's not gonna like steal their innocence <laughs> so anyway you should really read that book because it is one of my favorite books and I love it so so much the next book I want to talk about is the Chronicles of Narnia I'm not completely sure if this is like a middle grade series, but I'm going to count it as one because I read it when I was, I think, like nine or ten. And some of them I listened to um, the audiobook, 
And that was really good whenever I'm having a hard time getting through a book. I find that if the author has a good voice or the person who's reading it has a really good voice, it helps me get through the book. So the Chronicles of Narnia, it follows this family during World War Two, I believe it might be World War One, and it follows um, these four siblings, Peter, Edmund, Susan, and Lucy. And this is when they send all the children away. Um, so they're British kids, and they sent them away during World War Two to live with other people in the countryside so they could be safe. And while they're there, they find a magical wardrobe that takes them into this land called Narnia. And if you haven't seen the movie, you should because it's amazing, but read the book first. And there's a whole series, and it's absolutely brilliant. Um, My grandfather <laughs> did not want me to read this because he thought it was about witchcraft. But really, it's like a biblical story. So... Once you read it, then you can see where they took the inspiration from the Bible and stuff. <laughs> and C.S. Lewis, he was like a devout Christian. So he wrote this book with the intention of like bringing younger readers to Christ. Okay, next book is called Maniac McGee, which I love this book. I read it when I was in fourth grade and I remember loving it so much. So this book, um, it follows this boy who his nickname is Maniac McGee and his parents have died. He was sent to live with his uncle and aunt who are Catholics, so they won't get divorced, but they don't talk to each other at all. So he gets fed up with that and he runs away far, far away to this town and there's two sides one side is all the black people. One side is all the white people. And it's pretty much the story of this kid bringing both the sides together. So I thought it was wonderful. And it was very well written. And it was deep for a middle grade book. Next book is Land of Stories by Chris Colfer. And this follows a set of twins and after their father has died, they inherited this book from him. And they eventually end up getting sucked into the book. And they find out that all the fairy tales that they've been told as children are true. And it's, I want to say, a six-book series. Yeah, I think it's six books. I loved all of the books. And I read it pretty recently, too. <laughs> I don't know. I will still read middle grade sometimes because middle grade books, they tend to have more of a storyline than YA books. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that, but YA books feel the need to always put romance in them. So that takes away from the plot, in my opinion. So sometimes I will read middle grade books and then I'll switch back to YA. Okay. Yes. Land of Stories. They end up getting sucked into the book of fairy tales. And they have to find a way out to get back to the real world. And it's told in such a fun way. And I love it so much. Next is A Series of Unfortunate Events by Lemony Snicket. This was my Harry Potter growing up. 
I have never read Harry Potter. Ever. Ever, ever. And I have no intention to because I have a lot of strong feelings about J.K. Rowling right now. But a series of unfortunate events. I love this book, especially for middle grade. Because Lemony Snicket, he improves your vocabulary so much while you're reading it. And it's in such a kooky way. His writing style is so weird, but it's amazing. So he will say um, things like he'll use a big word and then he'll tell the reader what it means while, while still like telling the story. And it's so cool. I've tried to write like that and I can't. But you should read A Series of Unfortunate Events. It's a very long series. It has 12 books. And each of the books, I want to say, is like 200 pages, 2 to 300. But it's so much fun to read. And it follows these three orphans, Violet, Klaus, and Sunny. And their parents have died in a fire. And they get sent to live with their uncle who they've never met who's named Count Olaf and he finds out that they have this big fortune so he goes through a bunch of devious things to try to get their fortune so they end up on the run away from him and everywhere that they go he like pops up but he's in a disguise so no one else believes them when they're saying hey Count Olaf is here (laughs) and it's so much fun to read and I uh, really strongly suggest the audiobook too because it's so much fun. And the voices are amazing. So you should, you should read that series. It's amazing. So next I want to talk about Sugar Plum Ballerinas by Whoopi Goldberg. And this series, it was written very well. Whoopi Goldberg is not a dancer that I know of. But she got her terms really, really correct. So I liked that. And also in the series, each book follows a different girl. And they all go to the same dance school. They're all friends. And it's a very diverse series. They have four black girls. There's um, an Italian girl. But among the black girls, I thought it was really cool that They also have different skin tones. And it's not just like one note black girl where it's, you know, one skin color. Because we come in lots of different colors. So I loved that she did that. And it was also well written and it was fun. And it has really cool life lessons. Um, Next, I want to talk about Amy Hodgepodge. Which I read when I was eight years old, I want to say. And Amy Hodgepodge follows this girl who is a mixture of four different things, I want to say. I know she's Asian, she's Black. I believe she's also Italian, and I can't remember what else it was. I read it a long time ago, guys. I'm sorry. But it follows her through um, middle school and stuff. So I thought it was really, really cute, and the life lessons were adorably told. So I recommend that one, especially for um, biracial children. It has a lot of representation as far as 
mixed race kids. So I thought that was cool. Next is president of the whole fifth grade, which I love. And it follows this girl named Brianna. And she's running for president of the fifth grade. Like you couldn't tell that from the title. Okay. <laughs> she's running for president of the fifth grade. And she has, it, it teaches children about creating savings accounts and how to run for office. And it also has lots of history in there, but it's not forced. So it's not like they're shoving it down your throat. It's told in a very cute way that's still relevant to the story. So I recommend that for a lot of black girls and just girls in general, but especially black girls. I thought it was great for me to read that. Next is Inside Out and Back Again, which follows a girl who has had to flee her country due to um, the Vietnam War. And then she comes to America and it's about her learning how to live here. And she encounters a lot of racism and it's just heartbreaking to read, but it's so well done. And I love when authors can take a serious subject and make it so that a middle grade child could read it and not like, maybe it doesn't have the gory details, but it still has some of the heartbrokenness and stuff because kids can read that. They can read that and they're smarter than we give them credit for. Next is one book that's probably on my favorite list of all time. Um, and that is The War That Saved My Life by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. Oh, I love this book. So this follows a girl named Ada during World War II. And Ada has a club foot. Her mother is not the greatest person. Her mother is physically and mentally abusive to Ada her whole life. Ada has never learned to walk. She crawls around their flat. And then during World War II, they often... I'm sorry if you guys can hear background noise. I have cousins that are over and... Mm, someone's making breakfast. It smells good. So they sent the kids away during World War II... World War II. Wow, I can't talk this morning. They sent the kids away during World War II to the countryside so they could be safer. And Ada's mother was going to send her little brother and was not going to send Ada because she told her that no one would want her because she has a club foot. So Ada sneaks off with her brother. She like teaches herself how to walk. And then a little boy, like, carries her to the station. Of course, walking is, like, very painful for her because she has a club foot and her mother never got it fixed. And reading this book, I loved it so much. When Ada gets to the place where they're, like, assigning kids to people, no one wants Ada or her brother because they can't do any work or anything. And that was so sad during that scene, me reading that. So then Ada and her brother get taken to this woman named Susan. 
and she takes care of them and she's very kind to them and at the end of the book no I'm not going to tell you you have to read it but the book as far as disability representation I don't have a club foot so I can't say how accurate it was but reading that I thought it was really really cool I had never heard of a club foot before that this is another book that has a really really good audiobook I don't know who does the voice but it is brilliant and the children are loud again hmm. and that is all that I have for the middle grade books that I'm recommending so the next podcast will be young adult books Bye, everybody. Love and kisses. Mwah.